0: Psalm 107 for just a moment. Uh, If you have your Bibles, turn with me there. And uh, we're going to begin verse 17. The Bible says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, they were afflicted. Their souls abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Now God is dealing here with people who because of their own sin, because of their own iniquity and their own transgression they find themselves in a problem and and you know in our society today especially if we know uh, that someone has done something wrong we tend to have the attitude that what they get is good enough for them but God is going to show us something here from his word that's very precious So he said these people were and he said because of their transgressions and because of their iniquities they were afflicted but then in the 19th verse the Bible says then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and the Lord saved them out of their distresses he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from their destructions and I think that this particular scripture while it certainly includes physical healing It speaks more, I think, to the fact that sometimes we can get our life in a flat-out mess. Amen? And sometimes it's because of our own sin and our own wrongdoing that our life gets messed up. But God said there's hope. There's still hope for that individual. You know, if God required perfection from any of us, we would all forever remain hopelessly lost. Now, don't misunderstand me. This, You know, God gives us no license to sin. He gives us no excuse. In fact, in Romans chapter 2, the scripture tells us that we are without excuse. So God doesn't wink at sin. God does not condone sin. But God loves the sinner. And if you or I find ourselves in a position where because of our bad choices, because of our wrong actions, because of transgression, because of iniquity, we've screwed up our lives. Let's just say it like in some street vernacular. We've messed up our lives. God is not sitting in heaven saying, well, that's good enough for you. God is not sitting in heaven saying, well, you're a bad person. And so, I don't want you to have happiness. I don't want you to have joy. No, that's not God. Now, and some of your enemies might say that. Some of the people that you've wronged might say that. And it's amazing to me. I've seen this happen in my own life, and I've seen it happen in other people's lives. But sometimes the very people that were wrong and started out right, get wrong themselves, and God looks at them and says, you're the wrong one in this situation, because I want to forgive this person that's hurt you. I want to forgive this person who has done wrong. See? And so sometimes even Christians can be at crosswise with the purpose of God, because we might be crying out for vengeance, and God is calling out Mercy. Mercy. And healing. The Bible says he set his word and he healed their lives, even though they were the ones that messed their lives up. Praise God. That's a beautiful passage of scripture. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you know the truth as well as I do. Every one of us has messed up. Every one of us has caused ourselves problems in life at one time or another. Some worse than others, but nonetheless, all of us have been in this position. What is God's perception of a person who has failed? What is God's perception of a person who has sinned? Well, God wants to heal that individual. God loves that individual. God does not, you know, God is not a big bully in heaven who's looking to get you. That's not God. That's not the God of the Bible. Now, don't misunderstand me. If, if you go through your entire life not receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you die, you will go lost. Absolutely. You will be lost eternally. There's one way to be saved. The Bible tells us what it is, and that's by you and me receiving Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. But let me tell you this. The longest day you live, bar none, The longest day that you live in rebellion, in transgression, in iniquity, the longest day you live, God's precious Holy Spirit is going to be reaching out to you to try to bring you in to the family of God through Jesus Christ. Make no mistake about it. We sit back sometimes and we look at the stumble bomb or we look at at this one or that one or we look especially at the people who have hurt us and we say get them God. Well God's trying to get them all right. Oh yes. He's trying to get them saved. Get them healed. Get them loved. Get them filled up with the Holy Spirit. See and you are wrong. Listen to me Christian friend of mine today. You are so wrong Any time you are praying for God to hurt someone, for God to curse someone, or for God to to not act in love toward another individual. I heard a particular evangelist. I will not call his name. uh, I, I have in the past, and some of you will know exactly who I'm talking about. But I actually seen this particular evangelist over nationwide television on the largest Christian network in the world, as he pointed his finger at the camera and pronounced a curse upon anybody who came against him that is not god i don't care if your name is the biggest name in christian lights that is not the spirit of god let's read our scripture again fools because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted so god is saying here you know <clears throat> yeah you were you were a fool you were a fool. You've wrong. You transgressed. You committed iniquity. And you've been afflicted because of it. It got so bad that these people couldn't even eat, according to the Scripture. They were so bad, and, and, and some of you I know have been there, I have been there, that you felt like you were at the very gates of death and hell itself. You felt like any moment your life would expire. You hurt so bad inside. But then what did they do? Verse 19 says, Then, these fools... I'm, I'm, I'm putting that in there. But that's who it's referring to. Is It's the fools that because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, they were afflicted and they couldn't eat and they felt like they were near the gates of death. Then these fools cried out to the Lord in the midst of their trouble. And that's your answer. And that's my answer today. When we find ourselves, and we could just call it when we find ourselves under self-inflicted trouble in life. And all of it is either, all of our trouble is self-inflicted either directly or indirectly. And I'm not going to take the time to explain all that this week. But when we find ourselves in a self-inflicted situation where we've messed up our life, the answer is cry out to Jesus. I love that song by Third Day. I think it's by Third Day that talks about cry out to Jesus. When things look bad, cry out to Jesus. When things look dark, cry out to Jesus. When things look hopeless, cry out to Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, He, the Lord, saved them out of their distresses. Now you know what? You may be in distress today and you might have caused it yourself. You might be in a lonely place right now and it might be your fault. You might have lost your family today and it might be your fault. You might have lost your job. You might have lost your source of income and it might be your fault. But cry out to the Lord and He will hear you and He will answer you and He will deliver you. You take the word of this gospel preacher, I know of what I speak. I have been there many, many times in my life. Some of us are so thick-headed that we don't learn these things overnight. We not only mess ourselves up once, but we do it twice and three times and ten times and twenty times and a hundred times even. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and He saved them out of their distresses. Now, now, now. It says... He sent His Word and healed them. Let's look at a double meaning here. Your answer and my answer for every need in life is found in this book. The Bible contains the answer to everything that mankind could ever need. That's one meaning of this. God's sending you His Word right now through this television program the other meaning of this is Jesus is called the living word and the the ultimate healing the total healing for all mankind is found in the Lord Jesus Christ and in no other no other I'm going to tell you right now tonight That Buddha can't put your life back together. Hare Hare Krishna can't put your life back together. A particular church, a particular denomination cannot put your life back together. But Jesus can put your life back together. Now, sometimes our problem is we we want to take a life that it took us 40 years to goof it up. And we want God to put it together in two minutes it's not going to happen just quite like that okay? but you can make a step out of darkness right now by receiving Christ as your personal Savior by crying out to the Lord in the midst of your trouble in the midst of your distress he sent his word God has sent Jesus to this people planet to heal you he will heal you spiritually he will put you back into right relationship with God He will heal you emotionally. You will begin to think right again. You see, when we're under the weight of our own sin, we don't think right. When we are under the weight of an emotional attack, we don't think right. When we are under the weight of problems that we have caused ourselves, we don't think right. But Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, God sent His Word, God sent Jesus to heal us spiritually, to heal us emotionally, to heal us physically, to heal us in every area of our lives if we will but receive Him and trust Him with our lives. Some of you might be sitting there thinking, man, I don't have much of a life, preacher. I don't have much left. Trust Him with what you have, little or large. Big or small. He sent His word that you might be healed. And listen to Brother Paxton for a moment, please. Don't listen to people who would condemn you for what you have done in your life. Don't keep going down those wrong roads. Don't keep making those same stupid mistakes over and over and over again. And I know that in our own strength, we really can't quit. We really can't stop on our own. I know that. But with Christ, we can be delivered. And we can change. And we can see a new tomorrow. I pray that you're listening at me right now with an open heart to hear what this gospel preacher is telling you. Don't receive the condemnation of others, even if the others that we're talking about are people that you've done wrong. Because they are not right with God if they're condemning you. You see, when somebody does me wrong, my motive should be to restore them to the grace of the Lord. Not to destroy them, not to kill them, not to get them, not to hurt them, but to restore them. Don't accept the voices of condemnation. Don't accept the voices that would... Keep you in your bondage, but trust in the Lord. Call out to the Lord. He sent His word to heal you and to deliver you from all, not just one or two, but all of your destructions. I'm telling you tonight that Jesus Christ will deliver you from alcohol. I'm telling you tonight that Jesus Christ will deliver you from cigarettes. I'm telling you tonight, by the power of Almighty God, by faith in what Jesus did at the cross of Calvary, that God will deliver you from overeating. God will deliver you from tormenting thoughts. God will deliver you from fear. Whatever your problem is tonight, God came to deliver you. Jesus came to deliver you. The scripture said it. I know you've brought it on yourself like I have brought so many things upon myself. But God wants us to be delivered anyway. Because God loves us. Other people might be cursing us. Other people might be glad that we hurt. God loves us. He doesn't want us to hurt. He wants to deliver us from these things in our life. Praise God, and He sent me here tonight with a word for you, whomever you may be. You don't have to spend the rest of your life locked in misery. You don't have to spend the rest of your life with a heart that's so broken and so heavy and so filled with hurt. You can reach out to Jesus Christ right now in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your distress even, even, even from those things that you've brought on yourself. That flies in the face, the modern climate in our society today. Because we always want to lash out at the person we consider to be the perpetrator. But God wants to save perpetrators. You hear me. God loved, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the price that God paid for you makes you valuable. Let's read this again. These words are so beautiful. Fools because of their transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then these fools cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And when they cried out, what did God do? Make them beg? No. Hurt them worse? No. It says He saved them out of their distresses. God sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. God is a good God. God is a God of love. And He wants to reach out to you in your point of pain in your valley of pain today he wants to reach out to you that you have caused yourself and others untold problems in their lives and in your own life and you are the blame you are the cause And so many voices might be screaming at you today for your destruction for your damnation but in the midst if you can hear Cast those voices that are crying out at you to the one voice that's calling out your name, Jesus Christ, as he calls out to you and says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. That's Christ calling out to you right now. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free from those things in life that have you in bondage. Even even the opinions of others who will not let you live past your past. You know? No one has a right to define you. Except You can line your life up with the Word of God. You can be saved tonight. And you can live a life that will bring glory to Jesus Christ. I don't care what you've done in the past. Any sin, no matter how horrible, no matter how dark, wicked, black, ugly, disgusting, any sin, no matter what, I don't care. If you will repent of that thing and turn to Christ, He will forgive you. He loves you. He will salvage your life. Even if you're in a jail cell tonight. Even if you're in a mental hospital tonight. Even if you're in a prison cell right now. If you're living in the gutter on the streets under a bridge. Or if you're in a mansion on top of Nile Hill. And you have all the riches of this life. God still can salvage you. Hallelujah. God is in the salvage business. God's not in the junk business. God does not throw people away. He won't throw you away. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how bad you've been. If you will come to Christ, if you will turn to Christ, He will redeem your life from those destructions that you have caused your own self. I want to pray with you right now. The words of this prayer will not save you but if you believe it with all of your heart you can and will be saved I didn't finish this message I felt led in my spirit to stop that we might pray together right now if you don't know the Lord tonight's your night you can be saved right now and you will find a new purpose for your life right now i promise you because the Word of God declares it. This isn't something that I've dreamed up. This is something that I've lived. you can find new purpose no matter what you've done, no matter where you are in life right now. God wants to have, wants to use your life and He has a purpose for your life. But the first step is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. And so wherever you are right now, your hotel room, your motel room, your place of business, your home, wherever you might be, pray this prayer right out loud with me, please. You see, I've stood where you are, and I kind of know what you need to say. Again, this prayer won't save you, but if you believe it with all of your heart, you can and will be saved. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I admit that I'm a sinner and I admit that I've messed up my life. I'm so thankful that your word came to me tonight that you still love me anyway. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for the hurt that I've caused others. And I ask you to save my life, save my soul from hell, and redeem my life from destruction. And God, give me a purpose for my life. Today, a brand new purpose give me patience forgive me of my sin wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ save my soul from hell and redeem my life and give me purpose and give me peace and give me power to live a godly life and I ask it in Jesus name Amen amen I want you to write to us this week if this message has blessed your heart if you are one of those people that needed to hear this right now word from god this week write to us len and angie paxton acts 2618 ministries post office box 5714 that's 5714 in traverse city michigan 49696 i'll be looking for that card or letter let us know you're watching the program let us know you made a decision to be saved by Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. Write to us, let us know. Share with us your prayer request and the things in your life that you're concerned about and we will put our faith together with yours and we will get an answer from God. Amen. And because God answers prayer. Now I want to tell you, He does. And God loves us so very much. Again, I pray that this program has been a blessing to your heart and life tonight. And until the next time that you and I can come together and gather around the Word of God, this is Evangelist Len Paxton saying, Go with God, and He will go with you. Bless you. Thank you for being with us tonight for the Len Paxton Teaching Series. As always, it's a privilege and a joy to come into your hearts, lives, and homes with the Word of God. We want you to tune in again next week, as once again we'll study a great Bible subject, and we want you to be a part of our study, please. And don't forget to write to us this week with your prayer requests. Ask us for those CDs when we offer them. Man, we love to sow that into your life, so that you and I together can dig into the great truths of the Word of God. You can write to us, Len and Angie Paxton, Acts Twenty Six Eighteen Ministries, Post Office Box Fifty Seven Fourteen. That's 571 Traverse City, Michigan, 49696. That zip code again is 49696. I'll be looking for your card or your letter. God bless you.